Today's episode is brought to you by Olive Branch Bookkeeping. Do you have a pulse on where your finances stand in your business? If you're not tracking your income and expenses, how do you know when to make decisions in your business that are critical to your profitability? Olive Branch Bookkeeping is here to help you take charge of your business and financial future. Click on the link in the show notes to get in touch with them today. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Wealthy Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Carrie Briner. And today, we're going to be talking about entrepreneurs, intrapreneurs, and solopreneurs, the differences between them, how to identify which role might fit you best. Uh, but before we get into today's topic, I just want to invite you guys to come to our Facebook group. Um, if this is your first episode, you know we've, we've been talking about it, but we created a Facebook group called The Wealthy Entrepreneur, and it's a group that supports realtors, entrepreneurs, and business owners. And we wanted to build something, uh, some sort of community that ties into the conversations we're having here on the podcast. And uh, we believe that building wealth as a business owner is just much more than financially, you know, making more money. Um, and so all too often, us as business owners get stuck in thinking that, you know, to build wealth, we just have to have a bunch of money in our bank account and there's a lot more to it. So if you guys want, check that Facebook group out. I think it'll be super helpful to you guys. And we're continuing these podcast conversations in there. Absolutely. And um, please share and, you know, give your insights and your experiences and your failing forwards. I yep. think we all achieve more when we are surrounding ourselves with like-minded people and social media allows us to do that if we do it in the right way. So we're excited about uh, the Facebook group and your engagement and what it will be will be dependent upon your engagement. So please, uh, please do that. So entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, and solopreneurs. A lot of people don't realize that there's a difference. And it's funny that we talked about bringing this episode on because I started a book called uh, Your Next Five Moves by Patrick Bet David. And he's been talking about in his book how to build company culture and leadership. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, the entrepreneur and the entrepreneur mm -hmm. and how they're very, very similar. Really, the only differences are, are minor. Mm -hmm. But why don't you go ahead and this was your topic. So, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll have a good conversation around it. Actually, I had been in real estate for probably, um, let's call it 15 years before I actually realized that there were these three things. I just never thought about it. Right. Yep. I'd never been exposed to it. I just didn't know what I didn't know. One of the things that made me realize it was my own self-discovery. So I'd been a solopreneur so solopreneurs call themselves entrepreneurs, but when you look at it from more of a logistical perspective, really from a definition, maybe we can start there. A solopreneur is someone who is building their business, but they literally do everything on their own. They don't hire any staff or any other members. They just run their business on their own. Mm -hmm. So in many industries, including real estate that you and I have experience in, Andy, you know, people start there usually. Right. Um, and then there's, you know, you look at people who stay a solopreneur for their whole life. Um, they just really have no desire to have people that work alongside them in any capacity, whether it be, you know, another agent that they, uh, another 1099 contractor that they lead or work with or that they hire. And that a lot of that comes down to um, behavioral styles, I think. Mm hmm And also just mindsets. So we can go into that in a minute. But, you know, the real interesting one to me is the entrepreneur versus the intrapreneur. So I've yeah. always thought of myself as an entrepreneur, but in reality, I'm actually much more of an intrapreneur. And I have um, a lot of 
the reason I thought I was an entrepreneur is because to your point in the book you're reading, those two things are very similar. So it's hard to sometimes, you know, find a distinction. You just think you're an entrepreneur because you're a big thinker. I've always been willing to take a lot of um, business risks. I, you know, I want to build things. I actually love building and growing things. But what I found after I was a solopreneur is that I got into two different roles that were actually very much entrepreneurs. And then it was very curious to me because I had the choice to go build those same businesses if I really would have wanted to on my own. But I actually preferred to go be an entrepreneur in somebody's world that was big enough that was an entrepreneur. And so I think there are a lot of people out there that are like that. And it's just very important to understand it because if you find yourself failing forward or you know, procrastinating things because you really don't want to do them. It's mm-hmm. important to just understand that these th- three things are very different and not all of us are created equal, right? We shouldn't necessarily put ourselves into a round hole for a square peg. Well, and just to, I guess, clarify, the entrepreneur versus an entrepreneur are very similar in, in the sense that they both have the same growth mentalities. They're both creative, mm-hmm. typically. Mm-hmm. The entrepreneur is the one that puts up the money mm-hmm. and the risk. The entrepreneur is someone who can build things within that person's world. Yeah. And it, it's crazy when we start talking about it because it's not talked about very much, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody, entrepreneurship has become this buzzword over probably the last, what, 10 years. Mm-hmm. And the book I'm reading, he's discussing how, you know, some of these large corporations like Microsoft has made it to where entrepreneurs are encouraged. Mm-hmm. So people, why have competition when you can help them build their own business within a business. Interesting. So giving them equity, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Ah, that's interesting because we see that happening in different companies and different industries. Yep. So let's even think about that in the real estate industry. So if you're a true entrepreneur, you're out there building your own brokerage. Yeah. Honestly, right? Um, if you are if more- If you're an entrepreneur within the real estate space. <laughs> within the real estate space, yeah. correct. Um, if you though are a, or in the mortgage space, or even in, it, let's call it in the financial advising space, in any of these spaces, in um, in insurance spaces, you can go be your own business owner, open a franchise, build your own brokerage or brand or business, mm-hmm. and then go hire or partner with other 1099 contractors in that same space, who by the way, are also quote unquote entrepreneurs, but probably aren't. They're actually intrapreneurs. So if you're an entrepreneur who has a huge vision, is willing to cut up, you know, put up the financial, um, you know, uh, the risk or have that financial risk, and you think big enough, and your world is big enough for those intrapreneurs who think they're entrepreneurs, um, to have all their goals fit inside of that, that's how you right. build a big business. It's not a bunch of entrepreneurs working together, it's typically going to be an entrepreneur that brings along a lot of awesome, talented entrepreneurs who allow a world big enough where they can do everything and anything that they want to, make as much money, build as much wealth, use their creativity. Because in return, it it grows the entrepreneur's business. Exactly. But I think the hard part, too, for a lot of people, and maybe this is where the distinction comes in of recognizing yourself, Mm -hmm. if you're an entrepreneur and you don't want other people to grow within that business, maybe you're not that... Correct. For that role. Maybe you might be an entrepreneur. <laughs> or solopreneur. <laughs> or solo. That's hiring other things out. So Ooh, good point. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so distinction. If you enjoy building other people up and bringing people in, that would be I mean, kind of your 
competitor, but because you see a bigger opportunity for them and you want to pour into them and you can see that success through others, you know you can build something larger. One time, you know, I read a quote that I've never forgot, which is you don't build a business, you bring talented people into your world and they build your business. That's that's what an entrepreneur is. And those people that build your business, those are intrapreneurs. Yeah. So solopreneurs don't want to be intra or entree, you know, they don't want to be the person that's having to deal with. And that's what you yep. might find yourself saying, if I'm having to deal with all these other people, that's or how- maybe they need the support of the entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you, if you are somebody who wants to be in someone else's world mm-hmm. and you want to build out a new division that would bring you equity in the company and also grow the bottom line. Yeah. Interesting. So what I found with myself in this conversation was at first, I was like, well, no, I'm an entrepreneur because that's the egoic part of me coming mm-hmm. out. And I was like, well, what? who cares? What's the difference? Really, who am I as a human being? I have a tremendous amount of entrepreneurship tendencies. Sure. What I don't love about entrepreneurship is I have to spend time on all of the business building things that I don't like to do. And I'm much happier and more successful if I can stay in my lane. If you're an entrepreneur, you can't always stay in one lane. You have to be building all facets of the business. You might not have to do all the work because you're hiring it out, but you have to spend time strategizing, building, researching, doing all of those things. I actually don't like doing that. I do in the areas I've interest in. I don't sure. holistically enjoy doing that at all. I've done it twice. Um, I've been, I would say, semi-successful, but I was miserable in the process. Mm-hmm. So as I have now been in the business for 24 years, I'm quite clear at this age, I don't want to do things that make me miserable. So the second that starts happening, I realize I don't want to do that anymore. I need to stay in my my zone of genius is what I would call it. I read a, a, a great book called The 15... Um, Commitments of Conscious Leadership. It's a great book by Jim Detmar. And he says, you all have a zone of genius um, and you need to find what that is. And when you play in that space consciously, you can really make an impact. And so I've worked on that. And so that was what came to my mind was the reason I liked being an entrepreneur when I ran the brokerage, but it wasn't my brokerage. However, I had complete autonomy to do anything I wanted in it. So I actually felt like an entrepreneur, but in reality, I was an intrapreneur because that entrepreneur gave me the ability to be myself and to succeed within his world and do anything and everything, but it allowed me to stay in my strength zone. And this is as a team lead? That was as a a team leader of a brokerage. Same thing in expansion, right? So, but, um, so solopreneur to entrepreneur, intrapreneur has been my journey. Um, I think I'm moving a little bit more into entrepreneurship, but I read something about that. And if you have business partners, so if you have two or three business partners, you're really not an entrepreneur. You're also an entrepreneur. You want to work with business partners. It's interesting. I was reading definitions about this. So I just think that's really, it's really interesting, Andy, because buzzword entrepreneur, we yep. all think we are one and it's fine. Call yourself whatever you want to. However, I think that self-awareness is critical. I read somewhere that yeah. the number one trait that a person holds Um, when you can look at across all successful people is self-awareness. So for me, what I didn't know before was that there was a difference. I didn't pay attention. I just didn't know what I didn't know. But when I became more familiar with this, then I was actually able to understand myself, become more self-aware and put myself in positions that made me more successful. And I think that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. And and you were paying attention though. I I mean, Mm -hmm. what was the time? Did you get to a point where you just realized you didn't enjoy doing these things? And so that triggered you to think about like, well, am I this person or am I this person? And it kind of seems like you can blend between them. 
Yeah. You, you could be like, I'll take myself for example, like, yeah, technically I would be an entrepreneur, right? I'm inside of uh, real estate brokerage. Right. I have no desire to open a brokerage. Mm-hmm. I don't like real estate that much, <laughs> um, not to do, not to start my own brokerage. So, but I do like doing things within it. Mm-hmm. But then there's other stuff that we're exploring, and I like that feeling of like kind of exploring something new for mm-hmm. myself and growing it and yeah. figuring out how. I guess from uh, the way that you explained it, on as an entrepreneur, you're you are growing all the different facets. So I think about that as like different departments. Mm-hmm. So if you're, you know, with my wife's bookkeeping business, it's like well. We got to have sales. We've got marketing. We've got fulfillment. We got operations, and I enjoy diving into each of those. Mm-hmm. I may not be good at all of them, but at least figuring out the structure, and mm-hmm. then who do I put in those places to make them run? Right, which would make you an entrepreneur because you are not only interested in that, and you enjoy the structure and figuring out the model and making sure that you've got a good business. Yeah, um, and then plugging people into those, which would be employees or um, you know another independent contractor, etc. That would really be an entrepreneur. Um, so there's different areas of your life. I think that you could be, you know, I see people doing certain business entities as a solopreneur and then they come in and they do something else that's very entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it, you don't have to just be one, but when I look at all the people I've coached over the years, I just find this to be a fascinating conversation because we put ourselves in one bucket Yep. and we don't become aware that there are actually three buckets. And if we were really self-aware, we probably could identify where our own strength zones are. And if we want to even have people working for us in the first place, or if it seems like a burden and we're miserable, then it's probably just because we don't want to do it. And it's not in our wheelhouse and that's okay. And you can run a very successful business being a solopreneur. You can be very, very successful and build a lot of wealth being an intrapreneur. Um, And you can learn a ton. And and I think you can graduate through those too, because maybe sometimes we find ourselves in certain places because we don't have the confidence Mm -hmm. or we don't have enough knowledge. And so I think that people can graduate or it could be a stepping stone. But if you're unhappy, I guess my whole message and the takeaway is if you're unhappy, or you're feeling like you're spinning your wheels and you're not finding the success that you want, this might be a topic to explore with yourself. Yeah. And I, as we were just listening, as I was listening to you talk about this, a lot of people who become entrepreneurs, not always, but a lot of them are coming out of jobs. Mm -hmm. And this is where my old podcast really dove into the people who were employees transitioning into this entrepreneurship world. Mm -hmm. They get so sick of working for the man, right? Like some other company that maybe doesn't value their skills or whatever it might be. So then they want to work for themselves. Mm -hmm. So then they think they're an entrepreneur. They were probably just in the wrong person's world. Mm -hmm. So maybe they, you know, and this is where the self-discovery comes in because there are times where it's like, well, I I could probably have grown even faster if I was just in somebody, even in a different realm. But would I have been happy? Like for me personally, there's just different things I like to do on my own. Mm -hmm. But I think that's where a lot of people get stuck thinking, well, I just need to do this on my own. I got to I gotta recreate the wheel by myself mm-hmm. and build my own team. Yeah. They were probably just in someone else's world that was too small, and you got to find someone else that can allow 100%. the space for you to grow. 100%. So don't make that assumption. Do the self-discovery. Just because one experience wasn't advantageous doesn't mean that another one's not going to be. In fact, mm-hmm. some of the most successful people I know in the real estate space would be considered much more entrepreneurs, and they've done things with their lives that they would not have done had they not become an entrepreneur in a certain entrepreneur's world, Right, hands down, and they're happier doing it. And I think that's the key. I think one thing that you and I wanted to talk about in the Wealthy Entrepreneur Podcast and the Facebook group is, 
it's not about your title. It's not all about if you keep 100% of your money. It's not all about, you know, the things that we think of when we think of success. It's also about enjoying what you do and having a good quality of yep. life. Absolutely. Because I think it gets it gets very, and it, like I said at the very beginning of this podcast, our first episode is that we don't have all the answers. Most of these things we're talking about is because like we struggle with them or mm-hmm. we've had our own experience. And that is where... Um, I have felt like there's times where I get so focused on growing certain things that you just, you're so, I don't want to use the word out of balance, Mm -hmm. but you're just super um, unhappy because you're just focused in this one area. Mm -hmm. You're all focused in making money, but you haven't figured out how to enjoy the whole process. Yes. And maybe it's because you're not in the right space. Mm -hmm. Or you're forcing yourself into this, into this, you know, uh, round hole in your square peg because you think you need to be an entrepreneur and do it this way. You think, you know, you yep. need to stay a solopreneur. You you don't know that there's other options. So I think as we look at actionable steps for listeners, um, yeah. you know, f- for me, it's, I, I really firmly believe that the questions you ask yourself um, are going to equate to the quality of your life and your business. So quality questions equal quality life and business. And what, I didn't. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I didn't always ask myself good questions. So if you look at how often your mind is um, running subconsciously, you're asking yourself questions all the time. You just don't even know you are. But you ask yourself the same exact questions because you're only you. And if you aren't searching for better questions to ask, you ask the same ones. Right. You get the same answers. So that's why people so it stay. Repeats the cycle. <laughs> it repeats the cycle. Same life. Same same business. So I think you need to listen to podcasts maybe like this. I mean, if you find it valuable, but other podcasts, you're reading books, I'm reading books, um, things that make you think differently, things that, oh, I didn't even know that that was a thing, entrepreneur versus intrapreneur versus solopreneur. Now you know something that you didn't know yesterday. So ask yourself a question about it. Because if you ask your brain a question, it will find an answer. Yeah, And now you'll be looking around and you'll be finding answers because what you seek, you find. Your mind is wired to do that. So... You know, I'd be asking myself different questions and better questions about what I enjoy, what I don't enjoy. What do I think about being an entrepreneur? Am I, is my ego the one telling me I should do it a certain way? Am I really happy doing it that way? Am I really suited to that? Now that I know something new, could that possibly be a reality for me? Right. Just those sorts of questions. I don't know if you're into journaling, but journaling about it or sometimes just asking yourself questions when you're working out or on your walk or I talk to myself all day long. I don't know if I'm crazy, but, you know, those are the kinds of things that I think are really um, powerful and it's such a simple concept, but how often do you actually sit down and think about what types of questions should I ask myself today? Well, and I want to do a whole episode on this, but the, the one thing I would say for an actionable step that I would throw into what you just added um, is why. Mm-hmm. Why do you, if you think you're going to want to be an entrepreneur, ask yourself, why do you want to do it? What's the reason? If it's just to make money, but yet you don't think you're going to be happy with a bunch of team owners or team mm-hmm. people underneath you, maybe a different role would fit better. Yeah. Like figuring out why you're doing what you do. And this is something that I feel like I've always questioned why I do th- certain mm-hmm. things. It's what's pushed me out of being a mechanic into being in real estate. But then there's thresholds in real estate where I'm like, why am I doing mm-hmm. this? Or why am I continuing to go down the same path I mm-hmm. was doing and just figuring out what the next step is? Yeah. You know, because everything leads to the next thing. Well, because you're asking yourself the question, then you can actually find the next step. So yeah. if you never ask yourself the question, you're just going to keep doing the same thing over and over again. So that's yeah. a really great question. Why is a really great question? Um, and what if, you know, questioning your own thinking, you know, I, I read a really good book. Um, uh, oh my gosh. It's called... Um, Loving What Is by Byron Katie. And um, 
in the book, she talks about questioning your thoughts because you either believe them, which most people do, and they're not real, or you put them down on paper and then you actually question them. And just a simple question of like, could the exact opposite of what I'm thinking right now be just as likely true as what I'm thinking? The answer is always yes. And it just opens your mind to something that is different because otherwise, if you just let your mind continue to tell you the same thing, your life will never change. That reminds me of the quote, the famous quote that everybody always posts on their motivational social media stuff (laughs) from uh, (laughs) Henry Ford. It was like, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. You're right. And it's like, Hmm. so yeah, if you think you can't do it and you believe it, then yes, that's true. You're right. You can't do it then. Mm I yeah. don't know, that just it's true. It I mind. mean, it's, you know, it's like one of those cheesy sayings, but I mean, it is actually true Yeah. Um, if you really dig, dig deep into it. So asking great questions, maybe journaling or just some self-reflection, I guess, would be an actionable step I would have for the listeners today, you guys. And also, you know, um, that just leads to, are you in alignment with your business? I think the idea of asking yourself the questions <clears throat> is to dial in, am I in alignment with my business and is it in alignment with the quality of life I want to have, which really is what being a wealthy entrepreneur, intrapreneur, solopreneur, whatever you are is. Um, and that's the goal, hopefully, is that you can find some of those answers. And you're not right. going to always find all the answers right away, but you're going to be on a path to finding different answers, which will absolutely help you find a different way. Um, and so, you know, I think that, you know, it's funny because for me, I'm a big definitions person. Mm-hmm. Like I have to read a definition and then I understand it. Cause to me, words have a lot of power. Yeah. However, if I make up my own definition, that's what I think it is. That's what I believe. I'm going to think differently than if I actually go look at a different definition and say, Oh, that's what that means. Okay. Now I understand it differently. And so I can execute on it. So for me, I actually, ha- when I started realizing it was more of an entre- intrapreneur, I just started reading about the differences between them. I just Googled it to be yeah. honest with you. So that's an actionable step. Um, so those are the main things, I guess there's, you know, not a lot of action to do here other than you know, self-aware- Self-re- yeah, self-reflection. self-awareness and self-reflection is probably the key here. And however that's going to work for you, um, I think you'll have a good outcome. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, like I said, the book I was reading, yeah. even for myself, it really didn't kick in until I was reading that book where I'm like, wow, that makes a lot of sense yeah. between the two. What's the book again? It's called Your Next uh, Your Next Five Steps mm. or Your Next Five Moves. Okay. Um, it's a business leadership, like, book basically yeah, i'm gonna check it Sounds out good um and then just another one for you guys a quick reminder go to our facebook group we like talking about more of this in depth with mm-hmm. all of you in there and yeah then, let us know you guys what are you yeah that'd be a cool discussion to have yeah like what are you did you have you always known that did you just figure it out after this episode what do you do i just think that kind of discussion would be really cool yeah we'll make sure to actually post that in there so it'd be interesting to see mm-hmm. where everybody's at or if you guys are still discovering where you think you you kind of fall in that category yeah. um, and then the other one we always want to remind you guys if you have topics or guests you'd like to see on the show we're, we're limiting the amount of guests that we're bringing on but at least topics that you want us to talk about submit those to us and then um, yeah make sure you subscribe and we will see you on the next episode thanks guys <laughs>